Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Desert Dirt Biker Podcast with your hosts, Corndog and Eric. Hey everybody, welcome to the Desert Dirt Biker Podcast, episode number 85, August 16th, 2023. I'm your co-host, Corndog, and we also have our other co-host, online on the other line eric how you doing eric hey guys what's happening doing great <laughs> sweet so i'm in overton and eric's back home in studio so we're doing a, um a split call podcast tonight so we've been gone for a while but uh what have you been up to eric <laughs> oh man just uh live fire seasons full swing and you know, just been prepping for the Baja 400 coming up soon. Yeah. So I've been been doing a couple of little bit of racing in between, and a lot of bike prep and maintenance, and building parts boxes, and you know, the work never stops. <laughs> You're always busy. <laughs> yeah, it's been a busy couple months. So sorry to everybody out there. We haven't had a podcast published in a bit. Eric's been out fighting fires, and I've. Uh, actually been in Overton taking care of my mom. She got pretty sick, so nursing her back to good health. And same with me. I've hit a race or two since we've been gone. Um, well, yeah, let's talk uh, about that. What uh, what have you been up to? What races have you been doing? So actually, uh, about a month ago, I went up to Idaho, a group of us, uh, seven of us locals. We went up there to the Climb cow tag event and in chalice idaho and dude that was pretty sweet it was it was different something it wasn't really a race it was um you checked in you got a coordinates that you used on your gps maps and you went out and uh, tracked it and then you went to these basically waypoints and you marked on your i used my cell phone marked on my phone up through the the map where, you know, every time I came to one of those flags, marked it and you had to be back by a certain time of the day. And you turned in however many flags you hit on this course and you got raffle tickets for every flag. So, um, I did pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, man. I, I, I wish I'd hit the lotto like I do at these other events. Hit and then what? They give they give prizes uh, with the raffle tickets or what? Yep, yep. So I ended up winning a few different times. A couple sets of grips. I got a certificate for climb gear. Got a certificate for um, knee braces or something. Those hand and knee braces or wrist braces. And, uh, you know, they fed us. It, it was a pretty good event. It was pretty cool. That's awesome. It sounds like a lot of fun. It was a lot of, a lot of single track, and it was for, to promote the off-road use in that area. And a mm -hmm. uh, bunch of single track up in the mountains, and uh, it was a little warmer than I expected it to be. We were in the high 80s, low 90s. But um, all in all, I had a good time. Oh, that's rad, man. Um, hung out with our friend Lendon Smith and and then the climb guys and a bunch of us locals and um, yeah there was probably 200 
200 bikes on the at the event oh yeah that's great yeah very cool and then so and then you you raced this past weekend how'd that go (laughs) <laughs> yeah let's bring that up obviously so obviously we i know <laughs> you you raced so the nevada state racing association they had their first season of a of um several races this year and it was their final round and i talked to you eric a couple days ago or a couple days before the race and i don't know what you said or how you say it but you talked me into racing all the time so I had no plans on going so last minute eric and his magic well, words told me come up and race I don't feel like I had to twist your arm very hard. No, you know, I I wasn't really thinking it, but as soon as you as soon as you mentioned it, I'm like, all right, it's time. So um left mom's in Overton and headed home. My bike was still had Idaho mud on it. And uh so I prepped my bike, got all ready, headed out there Saturday morning and um they you started it two bikes every thirty minutes. And I was in race three, and they you started by how you signed up. Well, I didn't sign up till that morning, so I was second to the last one off the line. And for some reason, I started by myself, and there was one guy behind me. Um, but uh, all in all, it was a fun course. I was I made a lot of passes. Was running first in class, and second lap, I went around a corner. It was really silty. Caught a rut. Did not crash. But I stalled the bike and kind of hit a tree branch, rolled into that, and it was so dusty. And next thing I know, I got plowed by my competition, T-boned. A uh, good friend of mine, Kevin, he actually is in our club. He's a ground shaker, but uh, T-boned me. And, man, I am in, I'm in some pain. So that that took my race away. Um, the DNA. Thought I broke my femur, but laid there after a while, did a self-assessment. Wasn't that just a bad, bad Charlie horse. And then my whole left side, ribs, arm, kidney. Yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. You got big old bruises. I'm glad nothing's broken. Glad you're all right. But Yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty gnarly. Very slow. Very slow. So, anyways, and you raced it too. How'd your race go? So, yeah, I raced. Um I kind of used that event as a test for some new suspension that we're trying out. So um, I went on a 100-mile ride the weekend before. That was the first ride on it. And then I made some adjustments and was going to test those adjustments at the race. So that's what I did. But uh, they did a qualifying for the pros and experts Friday night. Um, They lined us up about 6 o'clock. And basically one rider per per minute and we just you know every minute they released a rider and one lap around uh i think it was like 11 miles so it was the first half of the loop of the actual race loop that we were going to do we ran the first half as the time trial so um i qualified seventh pro out of i think i don't know 10 or so Nice. pros and then uh now your your qualifying position was basically your starting position on on race day so uh the course was cool it ended up being you know a true desert course um some tight washes and and 
back through the trees and stuff. There was a little bit of virgin course there that hadn't been burned in. So we burned that in and, um, you know, just little connecting pieces, but that was a little bit tricky at race pace, trying to navigate through that. Um, and then, you know, we got into the second half, which was a little more open up, open, um, two track and roads, fast stuff. So anyway, all in all, it was really fun. Had a good day. Um, I, on race day, I ended up getting lost for a minute. I, I lost the ribbon and because of the time trial, um, there were kind of tracks going everywhere. <laughs> and, and so, um, I lost ribbon for a minute and I thought ribbon was to my left. So I headed left and then I pretty quickly realized, uh, yeah, ribbons over to the right. So oh, no. anyway, got lost for a minute, got back on course, lost a couple positions there and then, uh, chased those guys for another like five miles. And one of them went down hard in a, uh, tight wash in the trees and stuff. He went down super hard, knocked himself kind of funny and, wasn't really responding to me so i i mean i stopped for a, a little bit made sure he got up and was okay um and another rider went by me while i was stopped there so it was kind of uh at that point just a good opportunity to test suspension and had having fun you know yeah but yeah, yeah it ended up being a good day all in all we had a great time our uh, our team sponsor Mike came down and he raced it and had a lot of fun and anyway it was just a good good weekend for sure yeah it was fun a little warmer than what I was expecting again but yeah um, we raced at seven a.m. so like we kind of dodged the heat but <laughs> yeah. for you guys um, for you guys for sure it was it was hot yeah so, but but uh, you know. conflicting with I'm losing you Eric I lost you buddy hot but being up in Lincoln County hey. you're you know 15-20 degrees cooler than like Vegas or something right so. right we just had we had about 10 seconds of silence so um anyway Maybe we can edit that out, but we'll keep going. Had <laughs> a 10-second what? I was, I was losing you. There was about 10 oh. seconds of silence there. Oh. But you are back now, loud and clear now, so we'll continue. All right. Yeah, copy that. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's you You talk about how you stopped for that racer, and um, when I got hurt, um, Kevin that hit me, he took off to go get help, but the next kid by, he stopped and helped me, and – um, they had the young kids racing in my race as well for some reason, the 80s. But uh, I want a big shout-out to this kid. He was on a 117J um, out of Ely, Jarvis, Javis. Javis, I think his name was, I found out. But ah, this, cool. ki this kid was awesome. He was young. He moved my bike in front of me so nobody would hurt me or hit me. I was kind of laying off the side of the course. Um, he pulled out a phone, called his dad, reported it um stood stood where the sun wasn't beating in my face so um the parents have taught him well or it's just a desert dirt biker thing i think because people stop all the time and i think we have a good good 
um, forte there. Did I lose you again, Eric? Oh my God. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's just a big part of. Hey. No, I say yeah, for sure. That's just a big part of our sport and and what you know, get sportsman's all about. Yeah. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. <laughs> Keep losing you there, here a little bit, there and there, here and there. Anyway. Yeah, sorry, man. Anyway, I was just saying that you know that's a big part of our sport that you know sportsmanship and yeah, and it's a very dangerous very dangerous game that we play but uh, we all know that and you know do unto others as you would have them do unto you just Heck you know yeah. stop and check on them it's yeah. the right thing to do every time absolutely even even if you're racing the pro class i mean you got to take care of each other there and make sure that you know safety first we're all going home right right yeah very cool so what else is going on? We got uh, Vegas Torino this weekend, and you are not racing it, right? Yeah, Vegas Torino. Um, we're not racing. We're planning on testing suspension and just finalizing stuff for the Baja 400. So nice. Yeah, I was going to chase it for a over 60 team, and um, kind of been. Kind of been and, uh, and um, got hurt, so they had it all covered. So I kind of pulled out of that. So kind of, uh-huh. kind of stinks, but anyway, it's probably for the better. But anyway, anybody and everybody that's racing Vegas Reno, um, use your head, and uh, good luck out there. Yeah, good luck, guys. Have fun. Be safe. And then uh, uh, the Legacy's having a race coming up in September. The Dirt Revolution. <laughs> Yeah, to, Cedar City. Yeah, I don't know if we've mentioned this or not, but I was invited to race in a car uh, for that um, co-pilot, navigator, whatever you want to call it. So, yeah, is that um, still happening? As far as I know, it's still a go. Cool. Um, uh, they they pick a different uh, military veteran to ride in the passenger seat every race. So um, I met them at that race that was in Caliani that you raced, um, and. Uh, things you know one thing led to another and i got invited to race in the car heck yeah dude that's awesome so i'm pretty excited about that that's the um kj and angie mitchell team and so it's a it's a polaris car and it's a pretty awesome looking thing nothing like i've ever been in so uh i just need to go meet with them and see if i fit in the car and try on their gear that they have if not i'm gonna have to go out and find some gear and a helmet yeah i can't wait to hear your story uh, on that one yeah yeah i'm scared though because i'm gonna put a cage around me and i don't want to get off my bike (laughs) but oh no oh no you need to experience it it's it's pretty great yeah i might have a new love so (laughs) who knows where that's gonna take me (laughs) Mm -hmm. i do (laughs) <laughs> yeah i'm gonna have to go get a job <laughs> yep <laughs> oh man anyway so there's that and then the baja 400 is coming up when is that that's like here in september isn't it yeah september 15th um somewhere in there i leave on the 8th and uh head down start pre-running and and just you know tech and contingency and and then race so 
Yeah, and sad to say, I won't be going down there with you this trip. I did get a job at the haunted house. It's the the seasonal thing, so I actually was offered a higher up position in management. So I took it. So I will be busy up until November. And so, um, unfortunately, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna miss you down there. Yep, but I'll eat, I will I'll, I'll eat some tacos for you. Yeah, <laughs> take pictures and send them to me. But on that note, I'll be geared up and ready to do the thousand. All right. So, yeah, we're looking forward to it, dude. Yeah. That well, one's gonna I, be. I think... What's that? I uh, said so that one's gonna be a challenge. Yeah, there's a lot of statistics, or uh, not statistics, but um, logistics. Planning. Logistics, planning, and everything to get that going. So I'm excited to learn that whole new ball game too with you. Right. Yeah. And it's the Peninsula Run this time too, right? Yeah, Peninsula Run, running backwards. That's never been done before. So um, oh, wow. kind of just makes logistics. You know, you just got to figure it out backwards. So it's going to take some, some pretty significant planning, but we're looking forward to it. Sweet. Right on. Well, I think we got everybody all caught up with our crazy life and world. And um, let's go get our guests on for this week. It's Kyle and Sadie Pulsifer. They've recently taken over the Jackrabbits MC Club that's uh, with out of Vegas in the the Moran organization. I've known the Jackrabbits for a long time. So they're actually having a race next weekend in Cedar City, Utah at the Three Peaks Oasis. And they're going to be coming online to tell us more about it. And it just sounds kind of like a cool little thing. It's co-sanctioned with Umora. And um, let's get them on the phone and hear what it's all about. All right. Sounds good. All right, so talk to you soon. All right, hold on a minute, and here they go. <clears throat> Corn Dog and Eric here with Kyle and Sadie Pulsifer. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. So All right. Good. How are you guys? Well, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're good. Thank you. Um, anyways, well, let's just jump right into this. Um, Tell us a little bit who you are, your names, and what you guys are doing, and the big event coming up. Okay, well, this is Kyle Pulsifer, and I'm here with Sadie, uh, my wife, and we're excited to talk to you guys tonight about our, our race. And I know everybody has a race they do. Corn Dog, you've done that, hundreds of races, right? As far Correct. as the president and the host. Oh yeah. Uh, the reason why it, this is this one's special is because. <clears throat> This is our first one. So you guys just recently took over the Jackrabbits, correct? Yes, we, we just took it over. And uh, that's a whole other story by itself. I'm not really sure how, where you where you want to start there. But we, we've been involved for about nine months. Uh, okay. Jackrabbits. And, well, I can tell you how it went down. We've been racing for about three years. And Kyle found out that there's this club that was a little bit defunct the last eight or nine years and he reached out to jay livingston and jay livingston who was a fantastic president for years because he's very organized kind of um waterboarded kyle a little bit and made him like do lots of interviews <laughs> with him to make sure he was the right guy and finally 
about nine months ago, he he released it to him and trusted him. And it's been a really, really good experience with Jay and with, with the past people in, in Jackrabbit. So that's kind of how it all started. Cool. Yeah, he was yeah, Jay, Jay's a good guy. He is so solid. We, he invited me out to his home right before um, he turned over the club to me. And when I walked in, there was trophies and recognition and awards around the whole living room. And he took a sword off the wall that was like the Knights of the uh, Templar or something. And I thought he was going to have me kneel on one knee and, and knight me with <laughs> that. Uh, but he was, it was, he, he, it was super cool to sh- showcase that. But anyway, so Jay was, it was so helpful in getting us to uh, started with the Jackrabbits. And now um, we're moving on to putting together our own race and, it's been a little bit, uh, well, a little bit challenging and fun at the same time to bring uh, Moran and you more together. Mm-hmm. And so, so it's a dual sanction, dual sanction, basically, you um, and Moran represented by the uh, Jackrabbits and going to be battle of the borders. Yeah. So we thought it was super fun. We, the last couple of years we we've raced both the Moran series and the Utah series and made tons of friends in both uh, series and, and Cedar city is really close um, as far as mileage goes. And we felt like it would be a great fit to have them have both groups come up and participate and compete. And so, and the, I guess the key here is, is this is we really wanted to put together something special where it was more of a family event, re, event weekend versus just, show up that morning and, and then be gone by the time I finish. Half the guys are gone. So, um, yeah, so th- we're, we, can t- and we can talk more about that further in the show if you'd like. Yeah, let's, let's jump into your event. I guess that's primarily why we're here, to promote your event. Um, I know we don't promote – I mean, we talk about all the other clubs' races and stuff, but this one's kind of different, kind of special, so we figured we'd get you on and – and I've, I've been in a bunch of meetings with you through Moran and email chains. And uh, I'm hoping that I'm going to make it there now that I'm limping around like a little old man. But we'll see. <laughs> Got a week to get on the bike. Anyways, so, um, uh, yeah, it's the. Um, so what, what to you, you're a veteran, Corndog. What to you seems different about this race based on other ones that you've done? Well, it. It's, I've done dual sanction races before. We used to have um, the Battle of North versus South years ago in Moran, which was like Northern Nevada and Southern Nevada. We met in Tonopah. But you guys just seem like you're going to have a bunch of stuff going on on Friday. The, the location where you guys are at, the Three Peaks Oasis, I've raced there a couple times with um, Works. Fantastic um, location. And all the extracurricular activities. And I know you guys have a lot of different things set aside and planned and activities. So why don't we just start with your schedule starting Friday, whatever it is, we'll go through your schedule and throw whatever else out there you think we might need to know. Yeah, so the, the, schedule, the schedule is not my uh, department at all. I don't, I don't work on a schedule. That's why we're getting started a little bit later, I guess, Corndog. But so I'll let Sadie um, get into the schedule and I'll talk, pitch in on some details. Okay. 
Well, I'll be honest, Corndog, when Kyle approached me and told me that he could take on this race, I just, I'll be honest, I really wasn't too excited about it because a typical desert race is we just all kind of show up and we, us moms and wives, just kind of stand and sweat or freeze and pit all everybody, right? Right. So as he was trying to figure out a location for it and when he came with, with Three Peaks, I have, I just, we used to own a movie theater and so I love throwing events. So when he, he told me that he was going to do it at three peaks, then I was like, well, we got to have more than a race because we got to make this a community family fun thing because it's just got to be fun. And so with the, the pool there, we just added like Friday, Friday, we just, everyone can start coming in and camping and we're going to have, uh, Kyle's going to talk more about our pro, but I really wanted to have a pro there to teach the kids because Ammon, our son, has spent a lot of time in trainings with these pros between Moran and Umora and and just done a lot of stuff like that. And I just thought that would be something cool to add. And so we added that um, element and then we just kept going on from there. And then it became like, well, we got to have a watermelon bust. And so we found some watermelons and then it became, well, we need to do a hard enduro knockout. Jeff Rocket reached out to us. And so... Kyle can go over all those little details, but it just kind of turned into something with the vendors. And then I reached out to my friends that do chair massages. And so I've got chair massages coming out for, for people. (laughs) And it just kind of turned into something crazy. And then my son takes guitar from a guy that teaches and he has a band. And I said, well, do you want to do a band? And so now we have a live band and it's, it's just going to be awesome. And one time at our theater, we had a flyover from SUU. And Mm -hmm. so Kyle really, we're a very patriotic family. And so we really wanted to have the national anthem sung um, before the pro race. And then Kyle was like, well, we got to have a flyover. And so we're working on the timing of that. And so, and that's Saturday, but Friday. Yeah. I mean, Kyle want more details, but it just kind of turned into something. And it's just kind of got, got big. (laughs) Sounds like a big party. Is there even going to be time for racing? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be BYOB, right? All right. So, Corndog, that's what I was just going to get to. No matter how you're feeling, you need to come out because I'm pretty sure the city can get you in one of those massage chairs. <laughs> that might hurt. And you can lay on the, the floaty in the middle of the pond, I guess, and get right. sunburned. <laughs> so. Well, it's on my schedule. We'll see how we do by next week. Okay. Uh-huh. So, but Friday afternoon, um, we're, we're having a, a pro writer come in, and, uh, and I know he's a local guy that you guys are uh, familiar with, but we're super excited about, to host Dave Pearson yeah. um, to come in and train our kids and anybody who else who wants to join us. Um, he's putting on a moto clinic that'll go over some of the basics of foot positioning <clears throat> and looking ahead, and he's got a whole agenda, and he is so excited to be here with us. So that's what makes it even more fun. That is awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Dave's awesome guy. He'll always a crowd favorite. Yeah, and and the best part about it is he wouldn't tell me much about himself, so I looked it up and asked a few people and trying to put together a resume for him. And I needed a whole separate sheet to list all the things that he's competed <laughs> in and done. And, yeah, and, and he didn't. He just wouldn't say much about it. But I'm yeah. So yeah. everybody who's coming to that, uh, your kids that are already signed up, we already have over thirty kids signed up and they uh they're in for a treat that's cool So that'll be from 3 30 yeah. to 5 
and then from five o'clock to eight o'clock, I've been told not to use this word. Um, so you're going to use it with dirt bikers, but I'm going to use it anyway. Uh -oh. They don't, they said not to use the word hard. <laughs> uh, whenever you use the word hard, nobody wants to show up, but we're doing what I call a hard enduro <laughs> knockout. Now, no, none of the obstacles are that hard. Right. But we've, we've added this section in, in the last week. Uh, and it's about a hundred, hundred to 150 yards long. And if you see our videos, we posted on social media as the big, the big tires that are standing vertical in a rock garden and a balancing beam and a matrix with telephone poles and nothing super difficult, but, uh, we're going to, we're going to have guys I'll, sign I'll, up for that and compete. But I'll have, I'll have my tray action for you corn dog and for mm -hmm. anyone else. Okay. And so on that hard enduro, <laughs> is that going to be part of the race course on Saturday or is that just something special to get involved with on Friday? Yeah. So we did add it in the race course and uh, had some feedback from a couple veterans and they said, Hey, listen, there's a lot of desert guys that won't love, won't love this like you do. And um, so what we did is we created a very fast, flowy, tight to the trees bypass, but it does add, a net 40 seconds to your, to your time. Okay. If you take the bypass, if you, and that's only if you clean the, go through the whole enduro section clean without tipping right. over or having any issues. Right. So it'll, it'll give, it'll give people options. If they come over, they come into the enduro section, they'll, it'll be a big bright yellow banner that says bypass and they can veer off and, and have a great time with, with that part of the course, or they can, practice their slow skills and stay on their pegs and go through some of the obstacles. Nice. So, uh, and the knockout the night before Friday night, it, it's strictly set up to maybe just practice those things and have a little bit of fun. Uh, have some spectators join in and watch guys have fun and compete. So and video record all the and video. Stuff. Yeah. I've been telling people they need to wear their best gear for the race Saturday. Cause they, they just might be in somebody's video. So Okay. <laughs> Very cool. So, and then after that, you, you said you have a band. Is the band Friday night or Saturday night? It's Friday night from okay. 8 to 10. Yeah. Okay. It'll kind of bleed over from the, the knockout. And, so and the whole reason behind it all was just to get these families outside of their trailers. Every right. time you go to a race, it's, you know all the clicks stay together and everybody just kind of holds up the night before, which is great because I know you got some pros and you're focused and, but I don't know. I just felt like if we're going to travel that far, we might as well just all hang out and try to make the most of it and get to know some people from both sides and, and, you know, just party a little bit and then get 10 o'clock's not too late, you know? <laughs> and this is all Utah time, right? This is all, yes, it's Utah time. Yeah, great, great point. It is mountain time, but during the, the, the knockout, we have a couple other things going on at 7 o'clock. We, we're, we're thinking the knockout's going to last approximately three hours if we get a full schedule. And okay. we've got it timed down to the second on, on guys going, going through the course. So, uh, and that, there's a cap on that. And we're running up on having that thing filled. So if anybody's thinking about doing it, they need to reach out to us. And get signed up but from at 7 p.m mountain time uh we're going to start our watermelon bust and that's when our, our club uh, has received a donation to be able to buy some watermelons that came straight from green river 
uh, Utah, which is supposed to be some of the better watermelons in this in the in this side of the Mississippi, we'll call it. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. But anyway, so I, I've got a few I'm gonna test out tonight. I went, I made the guy bring me some samples, and so we're kind of watermelon snobs. We got to make sure they taste right. So that'll be going on at seven o'clock. Nice. And and then um, yeah, we might throw in a tug of war. I'm not going to give out too many details about that, but we, we might have to get a tug of war going on. We'll yeah, I've heard, I heard a little bit about a tug of war, I think at the Moran meeting or something. So, um, yeah, that might be pretty how do you, good. How do you think that would go, Corndog? Um, you know, I, I think the more stuff, the better. Um, hopefully being on um, Friday night, you get more participation just because a lot of people are in the, the race mode but i i think it's a good good deal yeah i think it would be fun yeah so we'll we'll, we'll see how it goes we're, we're we're our club is really excited they've been able to uh we've had several other clubs that are that don't really race in any series but like to ride and get together and make create single track have reached out uh, the ghost riders specifically have reached out and want to participate and want to donate their time and and help us man some of the obstacles and, and help riders if they get in trouble. So we've been overwhelmed by the amount of volunteers that have stepped up and wanted to participate with us. That's awesome. That's what it's all about. That's yeah, awesome. it is. And we all have that one thing in common. We all love dirt bikes. I don't love mine so much right now, but yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like you got hit. So is it your dirt? It wasn't your dirt bike's fault. Right. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I was racing last Saturday and, Stalled it in a silty corner and got hit T-bone by another bike. So oh, I'm on the mend. Good. So hopefully we're good enough to go to throw my leg over for your guys' race. It's on my calendar. Um, I think I will be there no matter what. But uh, fingers crossed. Yeah, we have a couple of unique part of things in the course that I think are unique. And I'm hoping that you are able to write it um, and give us some feedback about it. Uh, one of the things that we've gotten a little bit of pushback on is our start. We are going to start in waves and by class. Okay. Um, and what we're thinking about doing is, and what we're going to do actually is, uh, well, I won't tell you all the details about how that's the start's going to take off. But after you leave your line, um, you're going to have to go over a one obstacle, which is a, a big set of tractor tires. Okay. And we're hoping that separates people out a little bit. And then you're going to roll into a four loop uh, S cargo that loops on the, to the end. And then a second lane will loop you back out. And it's been raining in Cedar city the last week. And we've been prepping with a dozer and ripping oh, and so nice. the dirt is so perfect. And we feel like it's going to just run up so nicely nice. uh, in that S cargo. And, and so, and then after that, you're going to head out into uh, some, uh, some desert where we have pink ribbon marked, tight trees. Um, that'll be about a, about the first mile. And then you'll jump on the, the works course. If you've done the works before, you'll jump on the works course mm -hmm. and uh, go through their various turns and, and motor, they have moto jumps involved in that. And then about halfway through the works course, we're going to kick you back off and, and go through some more tight trees and desert with pink ribbon. And that section right there could be potentially a little bit dusty, but it's not super long. And so 
Um, and, and as guys get spread out, you, it should be way fun. Kick back onto the works course for a minute, kick back off again and go to a desert section for another mile and a half or so. And, and go, then you'll come into the, the, the enduro section. And at that point you have a chance to bypass and do more, more desert flowy single track, or you can go through the enduro cross. Uh, and then you'll come into the, to the end of the finish line. And that all is a little, a little less than nine miles okay. for, one, for one loop. Oh my gosh. I'm tired. Just listen to all <laughs> Sounds yeah. amazing. No, it sounds no fun. <laughs> yeah, no fun. <laughs> I tell Sadie every time I go right now, I'm not having any fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No fun. It sounds no fun. I'm tired. So, so let's, let's hit on this uh, three peaks oasis a little bit. Yeah. Just, uh, people that haven't been there. So when I was there, I, it was amazing. It was kind of in the, all the little cedar trees, um, kind of on the outskirts of Cedar City. Uh, there's a big, huge water pond, water lake, whatever you want to call it. It's yeah. got swings going into it. It's got the big slides you can slide down. It's got the little, I guess you can rent the little ca um, kayaks or float tubes or something. Um, yeah. Just it, it's to me, it's an awesome facility. Yeah, I think for this time of year and you're going back to school and the weather in Cedar is always so perfect and it's supposed to be a high of 85 that day. But yeah, I think that venue is going to be like awesome for for everybody, and especially because moms and kids, they can let their kids go. The moms can still see their riders. It's just everything's so close. So right, right. Yeah, it's spectator friendly for sure, and yeah. with plenty of activities around. Yeah, you you um, painted a great picture when you described it. And it has <laughs> beach sand going into the pond. Um, and you has, have the DJ. We'll have a DJ there during the day. Uh, Very cool. Yeah, um, so we're excited about all the extra curricular stuff. So we're hoping people bring their families. Yeah, sounds very family oriented and. Uh, We've been yeah. sharing it with the communities too, like in some of the Vegas, um, I'm a part of some blog shops and things like that in Cedar City and, you know, so we've been sharing it with just the communities as well because it's just a good community bring in. So hoping yeah. we drive some traffic that way too, um, maybe recruit yeah. some people, Corndog. Yep, yep. <laughs> Stay away from my ground shakers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, we don't want any of your people. We want new people. <laughs> hey, I'm glad you brought that up. We've actually... Oh, are you going to talk about Trent? Well, we, oh. we've had uh, multiple... When I said the Ghost Riders have helped us a ton, we've had guys from the Bushwhackers come out and, and uh, help us. We've had... I mean, they may not be active Bushwhackers, but... Uh, yeah, we've had everybody from both sides. Ground shakers. We've had a lot of different clubs show yeah. up to help us, so... So with our club, though, Cornog, like, we've had a, I don't, how many members do we have? Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, about 80. About 80 members for just coming out of it new, you know. And so all of ours range from Moroni, Utah to to Nevada. Las so Las Vegas. Yeah. So we've got quite a range, and that's why this race was kind of special for Kyle. He wanted to bring both sides to the table, and and it just kind of has worked out, and We've had some amazing sponsors come in, and we got some great prizes. And Kyle's super excited. I think he wishes I'd give him a prize. <laughs> the, pri <laughs> the prize is when you throw that last checker flag. 
Yeah, <laughs> right. That is the true prize when you finish. Yeah. So, what are some of your guys' favorite race elements when you go on a race weekend? Um, I know Eric got dropped off, so it's just me right now. So we're just gonna roll with it. Yeah, but, um, um, I like the camaraderie of the people and the and getting together. And if there's more activities to do or more things to do for, the, let's say, the wife, the girlfriend, the kids that don't race. I think that's very important to keep it family oriented. And, and I think the kids are the biggest thing. I know at our ground shakers race, I try to take care of the, the kids. You know, I, I try to take care of everybody, but just that extra little bit of love with the kids. Cause they're definitely our future. Oh yeah. They're the future of the sport. And that's why it's been really important for both of us. Cause we watch Ammon and you know, we just want everybody to have an opportunity. And so Right. Well, let's we have jump a great into... kids course. We have a, a great kids course lined up. Um, okay. But with the feedback from from the various uh, groups that, on both sides, we were doing a, a 50 cc beginner course all by themselves, and that's going to be approximately just just under two miles, about a mile and a half. Um, okay. And so, and it'll be through some of the same track, but then also it, it, it'll be some virgin stuff that the bigger bikes will not have raced. And so I think the 50 course will, will be great for those that are just starting out. Um, the, the race number four, uh, the 85 CC bikes, they're going to race the same course as the big bikes. So, okay. and it'll be a full eight and a half mile loop. <clears throat> Very cool. And then the, then the 65 experts are going to have about a two point. I think some people like to know this of about a 2.7 mile uh, mm -hmm. track. So we have three different lengths of track to try to accommodate the kids. Okay. Very cool. And we are racing at the same time as the Utah or the Umora guys, correct? They're basically racing for their, in their points status or whatever. And Rand's oh, racing yeah. in your you're racing yeah. against him, corn dog. It's it's battle of the borders. It's on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> right. right. Oh, yeah, yeah, I knew that. Just... Lined up. You might be lined up next to a Umora guy. Right. And yeah. I raced the Umora race at the beginning of the year, so yeah, um, it's good. They're good. Kind of go both ways. Yeah. Just give a little extra rev, rev. You know, brat, brat, whatever. <laughs> so the thing to note that though we have a, we have some special over, overall prizes for each class: the overall novice, overall expert, overall amateur. And overall pro, and that that will be based on a combined result. So you could have two Nevada guys and and one Utah guy that wins the overall class of amateur, for instance. Okay. And so we're going to reward those those guys. We have some uh, some big WWE wrestling belts that that say Battle of the Borders, and it has a Moran logo and a Umora logo on each side, and. It'll it'll have some great bragging rights for somebody who wants to put that in their living room. That's cool. Yeah, I was seeing a little bit of that somewhere on social media. I saw that. That's that's phenomenal. You might wear that belt at your next race instead of your cape. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to get on the bike first. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Um, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of bringing back some memories from when we used to do the North and South. And uh, years ago, I did a GP at the St. George motocross track. We kind of did a Utah, Nevada type thing, but not a whole lot of people from the Utah side came over for some reason. 
Um, but it was fun. I had a big trophy for, for who won it. And, of course, I think it was the Nevada side. So maybe the Utah guys need to step up this this next weekend. <laughs> well, it is a points race for both series. So it, whoever's vying for points will be there. Right. Correct. Well, cool. Um, so with all the details, if you guys want to go on a website for our listeners and people that are coming, um, all the details are on a website or something, or where would they go to find all this info? So everything is mostly social media driven. So we have this Southern Nevada Jackrabbits Club MC on Facebook, and it's a it's an open Facebook, and so pretty much anybody can join. And then we have the Instagram, which is Jackrabbits Club, and there's some underscores in it. Uh, I manage both of those, so I think if you type in my name on Instagram too, it should pull up the Jackrabbits Club, but. Yeah, so we're pretty much on just social media. We're thinking for the next season, we may run like a page on the website and and just kind of move forward that way. But yeah, you can sign up for the races, though, at Moto Tally for the Nevada side. Is that right, Kyle? Yeah. It's mototally.com, right? Oh, no, it's Race Moran. Oh, it's Moran Racing. What is yeah, that? Yeah, you would go through racemoran.com oh, and then okay. hit the link. So okay. for, for the Moran guys, go to Race Moran. What about the Umora guys? Where would they go? They go to raceumora.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there's theirs is race ready driven. And so, okay. and a lot of people are asking me like, you know, how to reserve their camping spots and things like that. There's no reservations. I mean, there's, I don't know, to me, it seems like thousands of acres. So there's going to be plenty of room, plenty of space. Uh, you can probably save spots and camp with your friends, right? Or trail wagon mm-hmm. around. I don't know how y'all do it, but there's no real reservations. You're just, if you're buying it, the Utah guys can buy it on the, on online. Everybody else will just buy it at the gate. And so I, and that's just kind of, yeah, they, said, they said there's over 500 shaded camping spots. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's a big and there's facility. No, and there's yeah. no hookups. There's no, you know, power water. So make sure you have enough for a couple nights yeah, right. and there's no fires. I, I mean, there's a few no's, but the gates will close at 10 o'clock Friday night. And so just make sure you're in before then. And yeah, it's going to be fun. Okay. No now, fun. If, if we got a guy listening that decides to come, one of our listeners that is not okay. a Moran or a Umora, would they still go to those two websites and get all their information and can sign up? Yeah, that's exactly right. They could go to either one of those websites and sign up to pre-register or they can show up that the day of the race. We're we're leaving the registration open. Um, we're starting at six a.m. Well, we're starting at two o'clock in the afternoon on Friday, two to seven, and then Saturday it'll be open at six a.m. and it'll close thirty minutes before every race starts. So, for instance, the novice race starts at eight a.m. We would close any registrations for novice at seven thirty. Okay, and but at seven thirty one. They're going to have to, if they want to race, they're going to have to bump up to amateur for the next race. Right. So we, we would, they don't want to miss their race. <laughs> we would hope they didn't want to, they wouldn't turn away. They would just go to the next race, which would be. Yeah. And, and our online signups open now? Like you can sign up for yes. the race now? Yep. Yeah. They totally okay. are. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. Well, cool. That sounds like a fun weekend. And I know I was really excited before I got hurt and yeah. so excited, but uh, yeah. Um, 
I just think that it's going to be, I've had a lot, a lot of new people that are like their first time racing and they're nervous to know about how it is. And honestly, I think this will be the, I, I went and drove the track yesterday with Kyle and I saw the, the moto cross section. And I just think it's going to be a perfect race for all the newbies that have never raced before. There is just, you can't do too much damage unless you're really that bad. But in fact, we're promoting to the sportsman class, which is the guys that just want to come out and ride the course and not be scored. Okay. Um, we've had a lot, a lot of, of those guys that have dirt bikes in their garage and they don't want to scratch them up and they don't want to, you know, use the R word, which is race. <laughs> so, we're, so we're promoting them to come out and we have a special uh, line for them and they'll be able to just ride at their leisure and not be scored and enjoy the track and try some of the enduro stuff if they want. And just just be a part of the energy that's going to be there. And so okay. um, I think it's important for guys just to maybe get their feet wet just a little bit. And this would be a great, a, a great event to do that. Right. Very cool. And like I tell everybody at every event, uh, if you're coming to an event, get there a little bit early in case there's something that you don't quite understand. You can get all the answers, you know, instead you're instead of trying to rush, you know, trying to unload your bike, get ready, sign up all in 15 minutes. Get there a little bit early. How, and it sounds like if you get there early, you're going to have a lot of fun. So, oh, yeah. yeah that's right. And now, when's the earliest somebody can start pulling in? Thursday, Friday? Thursday. They yeah. Thursday. We're okay. going to be out there all We're going to so. be there Wednesday. So, like okay. full time. Wednesday on, yeah. Wednesday on, full time camping out. So, um, yeah, Thursday they can start showing up if they want. And, and we have, and it, it's, Kyle has it set up really organized. So as you come in, you'll get the, the proper wristband. Just make sure you leave those on for the weekend. It'll direct you to the right section of pre-registration or online sign-up. It's, it's, it better be marked really well because from what I understand, it's going to be. So, and we've okay. got so much help at registration to answer any questions and navigate through it. And it'll, some of it will be based on your wristband and things like that. So like if you're new and you've never raced, then we have a color for that. And so... Okay. Yeah. What about any activities on Sunday? So we're we're okay if people want to camp out and, and until Sunday, but we don't have that any activities going on after okay. the race of Saturday afternoon. Will the lake facility or whatever their private stuff or whatever still be open to the public or whatever yeah. on the Sunday? Yeah, it'll be open for sure. Okay, it's open the whole entire weekend. So. Go race, you know, come out and have fun on Friday, race on Saturday, have fun Saturday night, and then relax and play in the water on Sunday. You know, that's a, I'm glad you brought that up. That's a great point. All of our club members are planning on being there Sunday, but uh, we haven't really promoted that to the racers, but they're welcome to stick around. Cool. So, All right. Well, we will publish this. I'll try to get it published tonight, if not tomorrow morning. And when I post it, I'll throw the flyer and whatever information I have in that and the links and everything. But uh, if you get lost or whatever, make sure you reach out to me, Corndog, or to the podcast. And, of course, to Kyle or Sadie or the Jackrabbits or Umora or Moran. There's plenty of channels you guys can go through or to get to to get some information. Yeah, and we also have food vendors, like just in case people forget food or things like that. We, we'll have food vendors on site for both days. Very so, good. So there's a little bit of everything there, corn dog. <laughs> Sounds amazing. 
I'm just yeah. coming to have fun. I'm not even going to race. Yeah, just come. <laughs> come and socialize. Yeah. We, need, we need somebody yeah. like you to help help socialize a little bit. Yeah. And talk about the good old days. Yeah, we need yeah. the welcoming committee. We need so. to send. We need you so that we can send anybody that's complaining. <laughs> no. That, are they? <laughs> we need. We need that. That's the part we haven't figured out yet. We're Bring them on over. <laughs> oh. But thanks for having us. This was super fun. Heck yeah. So, um, yeah, with that being said, everybody make plans to be there. This is next weekend, August. Uh, what's the date of next weekend? 25th. 25th, 26th. Okay, 25th and 26th. Um, make plans. I mean, there's um, plenty of stuff to do, even if you don't want to come and race. Come hang out. Yeah, exactly. We're hoping we have a lot of veterans there that are, that are wanting to just talk about when they used to race or and that yeah. kind of thing. I've I've had several people uh, reach out to me and say they just want to come and hang out. Yeah, cool. Very cool. All right. Well, with that, I guess um, we'll call it, and we will see you next weekend at the races. Okay. Thank you that very much. That sounds great. Thanks, Corn Dog. All right. Thank you so much. Good luck with everything. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. You there, Eric? I'm here. I'm here. What's up? All right. Cool. All right. Well, let's do a little closing of the show. And we've got another one in the books. And uh, thank you to the Jackrabbits and Kyle and Sadie Pulse for coming in and telling us about their race. I know, Eric, you got knocked off there for a little bit, the end of it. So, um, Yeah, sorry, guys. I got bumped off and... Corn dog wasn't able to resend the link, so I apologize for that. But uh, sounds like a sound like a sound like a filter. fun event. Yeah, yeah, I'm in the clean. I'm in the shop doing some Baja 400 prep tonight. So yeah, so probably needed both hands in your ears. You're probably rocking out to some music. So <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways, again, thanks guys. Uh, go check out that race next weekend. Sounds like they've got a lot of entertainment, entertainment, and they've got gone out of their way to do a bunch of stuff to make it fun for the not racing or for the wives and girlfriends and the kids that don't race so go check them out support them it's gonna be fun go nevada um anyways let's call it a night eric um don't forget to reach out to us on email the desert dirt biker at gmail.com or our Facebook is KD Eric, our Instagram, the Desert Dirt Biker, our TikTok, the Desert Dirt Biker, and I've recently started a YouTube channel. Been throwing some videos up there, um, just some great videos here and there and stuff. So go check that out. And as we play with that more and make more videos, we'll be throwing some stuff up on there for that. And... Yeah, awesome. Also, I want to give a shout out to the great companies that sponsor us help the show keep rolling and help us me and corn dog keep racing but um huge thanks to taco moto he's really been great to support us and um he's doing some really cool stuff so go check him out on uh, on his youtube channel or his website he sells a lot of product for ktms and hondas and then uh, also got to give a quick shout out to Bulletproof Designs, Fly Racing, Kenda Tires. Uh, thank you guys for your support. And that's all I got. Signing off. Cool. All right. We'll see you guys at the races. Thanks for tuning in. Later, guys. Bye.
You have just listened to another episode of the Desert Dirt Biker Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Make sure you tune in next time.